welcome to the Seahawkers podcast from the podium game day edition as the Seahawks are going to face off against the San Francisco 49ers for the third time this season in the wildcard round. It's playoff time and Pete Carroll thinks the biggest challenge in the matchup is countering the 49ers defense. It starts with their defense. It has for a number of years. They've got a great, great group over there. They're getting, it goes right to the guys up front. You know, and Freddie running the whole show there. It, it's uh, their style of play and, and their uh, their success. You know, the number one defense in the NFL and all that. Um, that it's I would. That's why I see it. And I don't know how they see it, but that's why I see it. Um, they, they, they don't fool you. You know, they just line up and they're, they're running their scheme. And uh, they've got some things that they do. They, they pressure, you know, rarely, but effectively. Um, but it's just the fact that they're so consistent at what they do. And uh, you, you have to beat them. You know, you have to block them. You have to make them miss you. Because they're going to be in the right spots and they're going to execute really well. Uh, the linebackers really, the experience that they have in, in concert with their guys up front, it's, it makes them really accurately right where they're supposed to be so consistently. And it's, it's tough. You, know, you have to really do well to, to get anything on them. Offensive coordinator Shane Waldron says the offense's familiarity with the 49ers defense should help a little bit. I think it, it helps personnel-wise. Uh, you know, we know all about these guys. They've done a great job defensively against us in the, in the first two games this year. Uh, so we know we've got a big challenge ahead of us. Uh, but it helps knowing who they are, who the personnel is. And I think, like everything in the league, you know, we've tried to evolve and keep getting better week to week offensively. So this week's version, uh, you know, same thing with the, the San Francisco defense. They've continually evolved. So you know, this week's version of both teams will be a little different than the last two games, and you know we'll see where the thing goes. One of the biggest challenges on that 49ers defense is pass rusher Nick Bosa. An extraordinary athlete, one. Um, he's got great feel. Um, probably his best asset is his motor, you know, that he just keeps bringing it and he plays so hard and so aggressively. Um, so you put that together, you got, you know, he's, he's a monster if you got to deal with. On the offensive side of the ball, Pete has been impressed with quarterback Brock Purdy. He's capable. It's not too big for him. You know, it's, he is, it doesn't seem like he's got the, the, the rookie learning curve to deal with, you know, and, and uh, he's obviously is get, getting coached really well, but he's taken to it and he's, he's utilizing the guys around him. You know, he's got a terrific cast around him. Um, he's, he's playing that point guard position really to a great extent. It's, it's all part of why he's been successful. He's got great guys around him, but he's doing it. You know, he's still getting it done. Wide receiver Debo Samuel also poses a threat. He's a great player, he, and he's multifaceted, you know, and, and uh, we've played him enough. We've kind of watched him grow up and, and become the, uh, the real threat that he is. He can do everything. You know, he, he's, he's a fantastic player with the ball in his hands, and, and uh, they, they certainly know that, and they do a good job of getting it to him. And Carroll also identified running back Christian McCaffrey as a challenge. He does everything well. Um, and so he poses lots of issues for us, you know, and, and um, just as, as uh, you know, all, they, all of their guys, they all have a lot of flexibility in the things they can do. You can go to Debo, you can go to Kittle, you know, all the way in the cut. Jusic is the, is the epitome of, of versatility. That's just the, what this team has. Uh, it, it's, it, I can't even imagine how they make their decisions on who they're going to because they have so many good choices. Clint Hurts says the playmakers in the 49ers offense are made that much more dangerous by Kyle Shanahan's scheme. Kyle's going to make you have to defend the entire field. And because of the amount of weapons that he has, um, obviously you have to account for everybody. And you know, so it, it makes it a difficult challenge because it's not like you can, you know, rotate a coverage or do things where you can eliminate one guy. Um, you have to defend all 11 guys that's out there on the field. And he does a great job, obviously, of 
you know, scheming up and calling it and everything else. So, like I said, it's a, it's a great challenge we got in front of us. Before we get to the rest of the commentary on the 49ers, let's take a look back at how the Seahawks got there. Namely, the Lions' victory over the Green Bay Packers. Safety Quandre Diggs and former Lion was asked where he plans to take his former teammates on vacation as their reward for the win. Oh, man, they get to go wherever they want. Um, but when I see them, I'll make sure I get them some. I told them I'll make sure dinner's on me. So take them, make sure they eat good, take good care of them. So um, I talked to a few of the guys. I let them know that for sure. But, um, I mean, those guys, they finished the season playing great ball, and I think that's great for that organization going forward. And um, those guys, get those guys confidence going into the offseason. So, I'm, I mean, I'm always happy for those guys to succeed, except when they play in the Seahawks. Another former Lion, Nick Ballore, meanwhile, spoke about what it was like to watch the Lions game. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Uh, I haven't watched a game that intently. Usually I'm watching Blues Clues or something, but uh, – with my son. So I was actually watching it, caring what happened. And, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty, pretty wild, uh, to watch and just the whole sequence of events winning the way we did and then going right home and watching the game. Uh, it was crazy. And I haven't really had a situation like that ever playing football. So, uh, it it was fun. Obviously it's great how it all turned out, but, uh, it was, uh, quite stressful for a while there. Looking back even further, the Seahawks most recently played the 49ers in Week 15. It was a loss, and here were Pete Carroll's takeaways from that game. We had two huge plays that, other than you know, they scored 21 points in the game, and two of them were one was 50 something, and you know, and the other one, the screen over the middle, you know, the, that um, we could have easily made them play us without those plays if we just would execute it right and uh, see what happens, you know. So. Might have been a different game. This time around, the Seahawks will have to execute better in order to win, according to Pete. Yeah, we're going to have to really play really connected football. You know, we're going to have to do it all. We have to run the football. We have to take care of the ball. Uh, we're going to have to eliminate the big plays on the defensive side and give our guys a chance to rush the pass rush so we can see the pass rush that we've been seeing uh, last month or so and, and throughout the season. Um, we're going to have to play off one another uh, and really have a great deal of confidence in, in uh, what Jason's going to do and what, what Mike's going to do in the kicking game. Uh, those, guys are, those guys are on it. We have, our kicking game is really solid, and, and that's going to need to maintain um, – you know, Godwin's given us some good, some good firepower. You know, on returns, and and we're still getting some some stuff out of DJ. Um, so that, that all of that those factors, you know, if you were going to measure us on the DVA DVOA scale from this point forward, we need to be on top of that thing. And so that means everything's got to function. And and uh, so we're capable of doing that. So we'll see if we can carry. It. We just got to go one week, and then we'll go to the next one. Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith agrees. Yeah, just execute better, uh, mainly on first and second downs, you know, just making sure that uh, we're staying in third and manageable, third and, uh, you know, third and short and medium, uh, because we had a bunch of third and longs. And uh, as you can see, that's not where we want to be. Um, you know, when we're in third and manageable, we, we've done great and uh, we've, we've been able to execute, move the chains. And so uh, for us, it's staying efficient on first and second down. Me uh, in particular, getting the ball out, being efficient, getting the ball to the guys. Uh, in the right timing and, and to the right reads. And then uh, everything else kind of goes from there. Gino was asked about how he thinks the weather might impact the contest. You can't control that. But, you know, whatever the case is, we've got to adjust and be ready. And, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll know exactly what it is when we get out there on Sunday. But I mean, on Saturday. But, um, you know, for the most part, 
uh, it's just, you know, doing what we are capable of doing, which is, you know, I feel great throwing in the, in the rain, the snow doesn't matter to me. Uh, but you know, if we got to run the ball, then we got the guys to do it. So, uh, whatever the case is, whatever we have to do, you know, we just got to win, find a way to win. Outside linebacker Uchenna Nuosu, meanwhile, spoke about how he and the defense can work to slow down the 49ers this time around. You just have to go into the game just taking away something. And for us, it's going to be the run game. You know, that's still been our Achilles heel. Um, this last week, I think we gave up 150 rushing. Um, so just make them one dimension. As long as we don't allow them stopping the run, don't, don't allow them to run the ball, I feel like we can rush anybody. You know, we see what we did these last two weeks. I think four-sack game and a five-sack game. Um, these last two weeks, so we can rush the passer definitely. You know, we got guys in the back end that can cover, so if we eliminate the run, we can get after them. Looking ahead to the game itself, DK Metcalf was asked about the rivalry between the Seahawks and the 49ers. It's a tough matchup always. Um, you know, they're probably one of our, uh, in my mind, I think, uh, biggest rivalry. Um, but for this season, it's going to be our third time playing them, so uh, all I know is it's going to be hard to beat a, it's hard to beat a team three times, so um, you know, I'm looking forward to the matchup. I know the defense is going to come. they're going to come ready. Um, I know the offense is going to be ready. Um, and, you know, I know we're going to be ready. So I'm um, just looking forward to the matchup. We know their personnel. We know, you know, their core plays. But, you know, there's always some wrinkles that they're going to try to throw, us, throw at us to try to, uh, you know, get off their tendencies. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still going to be, you know, them versus us. And they're still going to run their same plays and their same defenses. And, you know, we just got to stop them and score more points than them, uh, you know, this time around. It's hard to beat anybody three times, um, but you know, for us, uh, it's a play. It's it's the playoffs, and uh, you know, it's, the stakes are higher. Uh, you know, this time, and you know, it's win or go home. So, um, I think you know we're gonna they're gonna get our best shot for sure. Tyler Lockett talked about the intensity of those division rival games as well. I think there's always gonna be some type of rivalry, but I feel like all three of our rivalries are within our division. You just know what type of game it's gonna be when you get ready to play. It's going to be a very, a very, very physical game, and you just got to be able to get ready and bring it. I mean, I think that's really the mentality that you got to have. Uh, it's really weird that you you get a chance to play a team three times. You know, that's something that doesn't really happen. But, um, I mean, for us, man, we're, we're just accepting a challenge, and we're just going to go out there and play. Before we go to Pete's Thursday press conference, here are a couple funny moments from this week to help you decompress a little bit before the game we're starting with DK Metcalf. What'd you tell your teammates about the playoffs, especially maybe the rookies? Um, I really, they really haven't asked me any questions. I'm, I'm kind of offended. Gino was asked about his false start in last week's game, which, if you remember, it happened while he was out in formation as a receiver, lined up across from Jalen Ramsey, and DJ Dallas was playing Wildcat quarterback. The problem was, oh uh, yeah, I'll talk about that. Because um, it's not funny because I cost us the penalty, but... Uh, I kind of tried to fix my feet at the last second, was kind of talking trash, and then um, kind of lost my balance. So, uh, yeah, i got to get better at that. You were talking trash and changing feet at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and then didn't work out. So, yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, it was Ramsey. It was the matchup we were looking for, me on Ramsey. And unfortunately, uh, didn't work out that play, but, you know, we'll come back to it. We'll get back to what it. What route were you going to give him there? I was, I was about to sauce him up, but I didn't, you know what I mean? I can't let you guys know everything. I was going to give him a, you know, a nice little route. The biggest note that we need to hear from Pete Carroll and his Thursday press conference was that safety Ryan Neal will be ready to go for today's game. Yeah, he's, he's back and ready to go. Um, you know, he's been he's been a real active part of what we do and a great spirit in what we do, and, and I'm, I'm really happy that he'll get back and 
um, we'll have a nice little rotation there at, at spot if, we, if, uh, if he makes it all the way. He has been really frustrated by not playing, and uh, but you know he can only do what he can do, and and he he got really good work done in the last ten days uh, to get back to this this point here, and and uh, he, you know he wasn't quite ready last week, but yet he had made some real progress before the game, and that helped him jumping into this week. So he's handled. It. Uh, I mean, he's been frustrated though. You know, he he is a, a high energy guy and, and wants to be part of this team as much as anybody we got, and uh, so he's really grateful. And uh, right now that he gets a chance to. Probably playing this game. Closing things out by looking at the injury reports. The Seahawks have four players listed as questionable. Shelby Harris, Phil Haynes, DJ Dallas, and Noah Fant. The 49ers have nobody listed as questionable, but two players listed as out in quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo and cornerback Ambry Thomas. And that is going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And of course, you can hear Wilson on today's episode of PNW Prop Stars. Yes, the compressed week has filed up our schedule a little bit, but we're getting everything in. We're getting extra shows in. If you have extra time before the game, go back and listen to my preview with Oscar Aparicio formerly of the Better Rivals podcast, because yes, there is lots to talk about going into this game against the 49ers. And you know, I want to be back here talking about a Seahawks win this evening after the game. And until then, go Hawks.